Hello and welcome to season 7, episode 2 of Permeated in God's Presence. If this is your first listening, I'm so glad you're here right now. I pray that God reveals himself to you through this episode and even as you catch up on the previous seasons. And for those who are already family, I love you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. For constantly listening and sharing, I pray that God blesses you always. I'm this Jesus girl finding so much joy in sharing the word of God as the Holy Spirit helps me to encourage someone out there. As you already know, we can't stop being intentional about prophesying the promises in the word of God as we journey towards understanding God's will and purpose for our lives in different seasons thank you holy spirit for a new day and a new week i pray oh god that as i speak right now it is not my voice but yours oh god and i pray that as we listen may we not be hearers alone but doers in jesus name amen so i'll start off today with a quick backstory but i'm actually so excited for what the spirit has laid in my heart to share with you today So sometime last week, um, I think it was on Friday actually, as I prepared for work, I noticed that I was being so slow and I sort of attributed this to tiredness. I mean, it had been a long week, but anyhow, I just sort of kept going. I had something unusual going on. You know, I typically set out my outfit for the day, the night before, but this time I didn't. I realized how missing that little act of planning you know could also contribute to a slow morning right because then i remember trying on five different blouses and i took them off one after the other because i just didn't feel like it this is very unusual i told you because i never overthink what to wear more often than not okay um but yeah As all of this went on, I remember my driver then called me and said the car isn't starting. And I thought, how? You know, why would that be? It's just being serviced. And I reminded God that I... But I prayed for this car during my morning prayers today, as I would always do anyway. So why won't it start? I pray about the randomest things, FYI. Because for me, it just puts me to rest with everything I could possibly deal with as, as my day goes by. But anyhow, so yeah, I was communing with God about how, you know, I prayed for my car, I mean, and all that. Then I had the Spirit of God say to me that, yes, it probably didn't start because you actually prayed for it. And I'm like, huh? I was here so stuck on the fact that once I pray, you know, my own prayer is that nothing goes wrong. You know, the car is fine. We go in peace. We return in peace by the power of God. You know, but then I just felt like, Yes, I pray, and so nothing should go wrong. But what was God's agenda in that moment? I heard the Holy Spirit say to me, I'd rather it doesn't even start before you leave home than you having troubles on the highway. And then I paused. And that started to speak a lot of things to my spirit. I thought about how we as believers could be so fixed on praying for ourselves over praying for God's agenda. You know, in that moment, I realized that predicting the outcome of my prayer is one thing and receiving God's outcome is another. Of course, this isn't to say that every time your car doesn't start, it's God's agenda, right? But what I'm just trying to pull out of this backstory is more of the 
thinking? What is at the forefront of your prayer life? I mean, how many times have we indirectly said to God, but I prayed about this, so why wouldn't it go my way, you know, technically? Or even when things turn out that way and we say, well, uh, you know, I'm sure God has a reason for the delay. Do we really believe it? Or, you know, we just say to acknowledge situations beyond our control. So this week, I just sensed the Holy Spirit wanting us to share three very simple things um, that helps us. I mean, the list is most likely extensive, but these three things had dropped in my heart that I believe, you know, would help us to ignite God's agenda over ours. That you prayed doesn't mean the outcome will be what you expect, but there's an attitude to receiving and resting in God's agenda that would then help us power through this season. And the three things are unwavering hope, confident trust and patient endurance i sort of love how all the words you know sort of come in twos i was studying hebrews 10 when these actually jumped at me and i'm thankful that we would see the light as we press on starting off with unwavering hope right i would easily summarize unwavering hope as an act of faith because all through my sunday school years till now i know that faith is the substance of the things I hope for and the evidence of things you know we haven't seen hebrews 10 23 then says let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm for god can be trusted to keep his promises what this tells me is that the more i can affirm it with my mouth the more i believe for it and the best part i'm holding on to the one i can trust to do what he says he will do. That verse is so power packed for me. You know, the word unwavering is used because even as believers, there is a likelihood for our hope in something to waver, meaning to be shaking. My word of encouragement to you today, maybe when we think we've waited too long for it and we start to wonder why, but here's my word of encouragement to you today. God can be trusted. If you remember nothing else, know that the one who made the promise to you hasn't forgotten and he can be depended on to do exactly what he said he would. This is our part to play in igniting God's agenda where in the face of doubts, fears, and everything the enemy may try to use against what God has said, you and I can stand firm and keep affirming our hope in the one we trust which takes me to the next point speaking on confident trust you see this one in particular is a word god gave me as we came into the second half of the year and the way he broke it down to me was quite interesting because when i heard titi you need to go into h2 with confident trust i said yes now uh -uh. before uncle Trusting you is a no-brainer. And that sounded like tautology to me at some point because trusting equally means that I have confidence in you. Then God made it clear to me that there are levels to this trusting. You know, confident trust is like trusting pro max. It is not trusting because there's no one else you'd rather call on. It is not trusting because the Bible says, oh, trust in the Lord with all your heart. So let's see how this works. Confident trust is all of that and then a whole lot more it is knowing 
his track record in your life having a baseline of how he's never let you down and then now approaching everything you're trusting him for from that place of confidence so it builds up it's a no shaking kind of trust where you know that god has done it before and he's more than able to do even much more for you and for me Hebrews 10.35 says, Do not throw away this confident trust you have in the Lord. Remember the great reward it brings you. So what confident trust does is that we don't force an outcome on God. When we pray and we wait, whatever his response is, we are confident that it drives his agenda. And for that alone, we are grateful. The later part of that verse speaks of the great reward it brings. It is one of joy. It is the pleasure in knowing and doing his will. And so that is why each and every day is a new opportunity to say, Lord, I choose to not only trust you, but confidently trust in you. Finally, is patient endurance. You know, every time I come across this word or this phrase in the Bible, even at some point it just always sounds like something you know that's so dreaded you know endurance always sounds like a very dreaded word you find a lot of believers today who pride themselves in statements like ah they know me i don't take nonsense i'm not patient for all that i will give it to you hot hot you know not having the patience to endure certain circumstances robs you of the time to reflect and ponder if your actions or deeds are driving god's agenda It's not about being stupid, but it is about being set apart. You see, the devil is trying so hard to lure believers today into being very reactive. And that has a way of tampering with the roots of your faith in God. Even on a personal note, you know, we all have moments of trials that require us to wait on God. It's far from being a self-PC party. It's a proactive act of faith, you know. That does two amazing things according to Hebrews 10.36. First, it says you will continue to know and do God's will in your waiting season. And two, you will receive all that he has promised. I don't know about you, but for me, that sounds like the best thing that could ever happen to me. Right. So as we go into this week and always really, I would just love for you to To be encouraged, you know, to hold steadfast to what ignites God's agenda for your life, you know, and the growth of his kingdom here on earth. It may not be popular, but if it brings you peace and it brings glory to the name of God, then we're doing something right. So allow the spirit of God to open your eyes to his outcome rather than your expectations of his outcome. And you'll be amazed at how transformative that gets in your walk with God. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your word that has come in this time and in this season, O Lord. Father, we decree and declare that as we go forth in the course of this week and in this season, the remaining months of this year and always, give us, O God, the grace to know and understand what ignites our spirit, what ignites us to, you know, fulfill your agenda for our lives here on earth. My Father, my God, we surrender all over again to you in this moment and we pray for the grace to move and to press ahead with confident trust, with unwavering hope, and with patient endurance because you alone are God and you are 
more than able to do what you have said you will do you are more than able to be trusted in now and forever thank you holy spirit and have your way in us in jesus name we have prayed amen thank you thank you so very much for listening if you have missed any of the episodes i would always say this i would really really love for you to take some time to listen and i pray that god actually reaches your heart anew in that moment please continue to share with your loved ones and encourage someone out there with the word. God bless you and remain in his presence. Bye.